everybody. Welcome to the Free Mind Podcast. Well, we are back after a uh, little bit of a hiatus, nervous fault. Um, Always. She thinks she can do everything for the glory of God, so she's uh, <laughs> teaching full-time, uh, master's degree full-time, papers, and all that kind of good stuff, but it's been good, right, babe? It's been great. Coming up on the close, four, four or five weeks left? Four weeks left. I'm excited. I am. What? I'm excited. It's you great. sound excited. I am excited. You sound excited. You know me, love. No, it's gonna be good though. She's. Uh, we're. We have been pretty busy, man. It's just that that time of year. So we we apologize and. Uh, but we're back. You know, we're gonna try to do a, a quick little speed round today. A lot has been going on. Every time I think, man, I'm gonna sit down. I got to do this. The next thing happens, and uh, right. There's another. You know, thing they put it as the centerpiece. So that's a little bit, in fact, of what we want to talk about today. But um, I don't know if I'm gonna title this like a like a message. Uh, if I had to title it. Uh, it would be this title. What would it be? Um, like? Why I could not care less about the Will Smith <laughs> slap, and why you shouldn't care either. But we'll see if it, we'll see where it goes. But um, I do want to uh, share with you guys just some of the some of the fun stuff that's been floating around. Let's see if I could pull it up here. So Nerva hasn't seen these yet, so I want to get your honest, okay. fresh, you fresh take on this stuff. So here we go. Here's a Will Smith clip one. So here, uh, I'm going to read these to you, okay? So this is from the Babylon Bee. The Will Smith slap as covered by 14 different news outlets. And I will say this. <laughs> oh my gosh, 14. <laughs> don't read it, don't okay, read it. Okay, you got so, it. So, uh, and if you're you know, if you listening and you want to see these two, you can pop on over to the YouTube. Uh, we are not monetized, so I have no reason other than just the fact that you can uh, see it on there. So anyways, um, and also one more thing. If you do have kids, some of this stuff is a little, It's I wouldn't say it's quite PG-13. 13, but it, it might be PG or a little bit above it. So just, just to note that. So Babylon B, the Will Smith slap as covered by 14 different news outlets. Okay. Fox News, here's their headline. Oscars plagued by rise in black on black crime. Oh my. Uh, here's the Huffington Post. The patriarchal roots of slapping exposed. <laughs> CNN, mostly peaceful Oscars threatens to distract from January 6th commission. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> OAN, which is one American news. That's my people there. That, by the way, this is probably the only, if I, if I listen to actual news outside of the alternative news, I'll, I'll tune into OAN. But uh, here's, what, here's what they say their headline is. If they hadn't stolen the election from Trump, this never would have happened. <laughs> Dang it. That's, <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, okay. Salon, uh, white supremacy has gotten out of hand. Yep. Because <laughs> they could turn anything into that. So gotcha. Snopes, here's Snopes, the the fact checkers. Snopes, okay. um, false. Colon. Will did not slap. Quote unquote slap. Chris. Chris's cheek struck the palm of Will's oh, hand. Oh gosh, that's that's, that's about brilliant. the extent of Snopes' uh, okay. f- fact fact checking there. Vox. Here we go. Rethinking the slap. Why getting slapped is actually a good thing. (laughs) Daily Wire. There's uh, Shapiro and those guys. Will Smith destroys Chris Rock, destroys all in caps. Will Smith destroys Chris Rock with this one simple gesture. (laughs) That's great. Teen Vogue. Will Smith's totally hot slap and how you can use it on your genderqueer partner in the bedroom. Oh, my. 
That's sad because that's true too. Um, here is uh, Infowars. Uh, okay. Yeah, your boy. I forget, I'm forgetting his name right now, but uh, Alex Alex Jones. Infowars. Illuminati members stage fake slap to distract us all from implementation of the new world order. Well, <laughs> I think he actually might you know? be. Th- th- that's actually true. So we'll come back to that. Oh uh, and here's Vice. I slapped myself 100 times and smoked crack to better understand the black experience in America. Ooh, yikes. Here's the view. Yikes. Okay. I don't know what this means. Baby. Her, der, her, der, duh, der. <laughs> I don't know. There's something in that I should know, but I don't know. Okay. If you guys are listening, you know how to interpret that uh, yes, that, uh, that tongue. Comment. Then uh, give us shoot, shoot us that interpretation uh, if you don't mind. Uh, and here's it's not the B, which is the Babylon B. You know mm-hmm. the, the the stuff that's more not not satire okay. or not meant to be satire. Although reality has become satire, so it says, uh, "Check this out." Will Smith straight up pimp slaps woke comedian Chris Rock, reminding us all. How the Last Jedi truly sucked, because <laughs> they're always critiquing the Last Jedi okay, for whatever reason. Anyways, that's pretty funny. Okay, uh, and then here's the Babylon Bee. Will Smith is the Babylon Bee's woman of the year. Oh my gosh, <laughs> his slap was pretty girly. Um, here's so here's okay. here's that's the next little uh, meme for you. That one. Jesse Smollett you know, says Will Smith hit me too. <laughs> I I saw that one and that one was brilliant. <laughs> Listen, with all the with all the awful stuff going on in the world right now, or at least, you know, us being more aware of the mm-hmm. awful stuff that's going on. Cause apparently this sure. has been going on for years. We just didn't know it, but the world of memes is, is, is making a case that the net effect might be positive right now that the post millennials might be right. As bad as it is, it's actually better <laughs> than it was. And the memes is helping that case. Uh, so here's the next one. Um, Chris Rock, here's Babylon B. Chris Rock smooths things over with Will Smith by sleeping with his wife. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and if you listen to this, you don't know, like Will yeah. Smith, you know, him and Jada have come out over the years talking about Definitely. their open marriage and, you know, people cheering it, Oprah, this, you know, the mm-hmm. whole deal. Um, and that's why, like uh, Sam Say, who we've had on the show a few times, he put this up and it's on the more serious note, but it does kind of highlight um, this aspect. So he said this, Will Smith didn't want to slap himself for what he's allowed other men to do with his oh wife. So he slapped Chris Rock instead. Through his open marriage with Jada, he's done more to dishonor his wife than a comedian's harmless joke could ever, ever have done or ever could. Jeez. Well. Right. Spoken so, like Samuel said. Right. Exactly. <laughs> he he has a way with those words. I love it. Um, so, yeah. you know, and that, that is true. Like, and, and just assuming for the sake of argument in this moment that it was a real slap, we're going to come back to that a little bit, but you know, if it was, then I think he's dead on. Like it's a, it's a joke in and of itself, given the context. And, um, I think, you know, he nailed it again here. Let's see what we got next year. I don't even remember. Okay. So here's, here's to the point. If you're able to look at this, um, on YouTube, if you can't, I apologize, but you can find this all over the internet right now. Here's the reason many, well, one of the reasons many people are doubting that this was a real thing. They're thinking it was a setup, a hoax. Um, there's lots of motivations floating around for the hoax that, that actually are highly plausible. One of them is Alex Jones, like in, in, it's funny because I had a friend the other day. I haven't watched mainstream news. I can't even remember the last time, including Fox. I don't mm-hmm. watch them anymore because it's just, I mean, who wants to, if I'm going to watch like made up stuff, 
in lies, I'll, I'd rather watch something that's better scripted, like an actual movie or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm not, I've never been into wrestling for that reason either. Like I'd rather, if I was into something, I, it would be in like mixed martial arts, which I don't watch that either, but I'd want something more real. So for that reason, I don't watch the establishment news, but they were saying how they watched, they put it on for about 20 minutes in the background and not one mention of COVID, not one mention of Ukraine. What was it all about? It was about this slap. Mm. And so um, a lot of people, you know, are seeing motivations in that, like the Ukraine thing was was starting actually to turn the narrative that they were putting out initially was being challenged at every angle. And so, you know, it's uh, like, OK, we got to move on. Okay, so so move some on some of the people have thought like, OK, this was, you know, like Alice Jones says, Illuminati <laughs> move to kind of get the get the get the um, attention mm-hmm. of the normies, they call them, or the, or the populace off of the, the Ukraine, Ukraine thing because it's not okay. going the way we wanted it. So switch, you know, to <laughs> turn, turn the dial, get this thing going. So that's one. Uh, re- uh, yeah. Another, another one that's been floating around is like the Oscars have been so bad and like people are so tired of the wokeness that they're, they're not tuning in to the Oscars anymore. So th- I think I heard that the ratings were the second lowest this year they've been. Okay. I, I can't confirm that right now, but that's what I heard. But Anyway, so part of it was like, okay, they're trying to trying to get people interested back in this world again because they've, they've lost everybody, and this seems like a way to do it. Another one that you were playing last night, mm-hmm. a guy that we can't recommend his theology all the time, but he's actually funny to listen to about current events named yes. uh, He is Blanchard yep. on Instagram. On Instagram. Um, he's got some funny stuff on there, but he was – basically, I didn't know this, that Chris Rock is getting ready to do this tour, right, mm-hmm. with a Kevin Hart comedy tour. Mm-hmm. And it just happens to coincide timing wise to this whole thing. And now they're saying people are going to come out to that show in droves because they want to hear from Chris Rock and his response to yeah, this whole the ticket scenario price has already gone up and it's right. uh an increase. So it's and working, the, obviously. Yeah. And then the question was, well, what's in it for Will Smith? And then they, they said, well, he got the Oscar out of it. It was part of his deal to get the Oscar, oh all goodness. this stuff. And then there's a there's people floating around the idea that these are, you know, Illuminati rituals of embarrassment. What do they call them? Humiliation rituals, rituals all this like kind of stuff. Yeah. So who knows? Who knows? Um, those are all the, the kind of theories about motivations. Um, because it does seem silly when you think about this scenario that Will Smith would, you know, do this kind of thing and that, and more than that, actually, when you look at it in detail, that's when people start saying, here's, here are additional, um, lines of evidence that that make it look like it was staged. Um, and so if you're looking at this picture here, you can see, first of all, (laughs) they call it the sissy smack where he like arches his back, um, the weak throw. Um, you can tell that uh, Chris Rock is standing there grimacing and he's leaning into it. Um, Almost like he's bracing himself for it. Yeah, like he, you know, no no attempt to block, duck, no no attempt to hit back. Just leaning in almost. Leaning into it, yeah. Bracing for contact, neck tuck, leaning in, no attempt to block. So um, then you got Will Smith's weak, like he kind of just hits him with his fingers, really, when you look at the slap. Okay. And, you know, these guys are actors. They've done all this stuff for years. So they're, they're... they're talking about that as being part of this thing. Um, and also, this is weird. I can't, again, sometimes these things get Photoshopped, but we watched one thing where they, they zoomed in on Chris Rock's face, and it did look like he had this thing on, his cheek, piece on his cheek, like yeah. this piece that makes it sound louder. They use, I guess, in these kind of combat things. And it does look like that even in this picture here when I zoomed in. Again, who knows? The way he responds afterwards, you see Will walking away kind of laughing at one point. 
Um, he sits down, he gets mad. Yeah. All this stuff, you know, it's so, so, you know, when you look at that, you're like, was it real? Was it fake? And then you have all these debates. And again, I'm, I'm of the persuasion that either way, who cares? <laughs> who yes. cares? And the only reason I even look at this is because we're doing this podcast. Otherwise I, I literally would not give it the time of day. Now, can it be fun? Can it be, you know, sure. just, it's like, like junk food for the soul, right? Sure. Occasionally you want that bag of Lay's salt and vinegar. Yeah. And I, I like to hear people's comments. I got to, I like to get a lay of the land. What are you people like thinking that. about this? And what are the masses? What are the different demographics? And when I first saw it, I was like, what in the world? Why in the world? How in the world did this even happen? And then watching it again, I said, there's no way, there's no way that's real. But it took maybe the second time. I was like, yeah. I didn't get it at first. Like, what happened? I didn't watch the Oscars, so I didn't know what it was about. And then afterwards, I was like, okay, here's an open marriage. Here's all manner of just brokenness. And here he is defending the brokenness. And I said, okay, this makes no sense. Must be staged. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and so if it is staged, we're like, we should, we definitely shouldn't take the bait, but even if it's not staged, they're going to exactly. utilize You're this, right. you know, never let a crisis go to waste as the democratic party is, uh, want <laughs> not want, want, yes. want, not want of saying, did you have something? You yeah. Want to I'm really kind of blown away at people who don't believe that it's staged, that it's a real thing. They're debating the black on black crime. How did this, where was security <laughs> and why did he get away? He should have had his Oscar or his award taken away. And I was like, yeah, hello. And see, yeah. the people having that serious debate right now, I think is is a shame because mm. of the, and, and it's all about context. Like, I think it's OK to have some junk food every now and then to lift up, you know, to laugh. Like I like to what, look at these memes and stuff because the times are hard, but we, we can't we can't sit there. We can't take the carrot. Really, this is even yeah. carrot. Like you just you can't take the bait every time because there is actually a war going on right now and not just the Ukraine Russia war. It's Come like a, an information war. Like literally we are living through a time when this glo- this great reset is, is actively every second they're pushing forward, they're pushing forward. Yes. And the more they can get us like in that Wally movie, just to, just you know, put the back, screen back, back in front of our face and yeah. yeah, drink these big gulps and eat these, eat this junk food. It's yeah. just that the more we we are giving in to that terrible, amusing ourselves to death kind of thing. For sure. And it further drives the point how immersed Hollywood is on board with all of it and how it's being either puppeted or just could care less or is just in line and in step with the whole yeah. deception and would would eagerly deceive the masses oh yeah with a stunt like this and yeah, so man. i was i was disappointed yeah i am disappointed i'm i mean i shouldn't be disappointed and no, shocked but i <laughs> but i am still like, i rebuke you at, at the in, it's insulting at this point yeah, that they would put this on mass yeah television in like portray like it's real as as if we're that dumb as if we're that Silly. And then and then make Apparently it and are. then make it the news reel, like above a literally. war, above COVID, above that's everything. That's the part. Yeah. Even like you know, I, I I'll even give it to the folks that are saying, "No, nah, this is real." I'll I'll give that. Maybe it is. Maybe it is sure. for all we know. Yeah. But the fact that they're going to center this mm-hmm. with everything that's going on as actual newsworthy Ooh, content great. shows you exactly the bad part. And I think, like by this point. I feel like we should have moved on from Hollywood. Like I can't believe people are still invested in celebrity culture and still caring about, I mean, I get like, we should pray for 
anybody, like pray for people to come to know the Lord, but to actually be invested in any degree in these people's lives to me is a, is a, it's just a sickening, sad story Yeah, that I, that's hard for me to get over. For sure. Entertainment factor. I mean, maybe just for a few minutes. Sorry. No, that's no, no. the side I, of me that is irritated by a little bit. I looked at it and I was like, yeah, yeah. laughed or was initially shocked. And I was like, this is it now? This is the well, next thing. Entertainment. Yeah. It, so I think Dallas Willer used to have these three things. like, okay. And I can't remember the third one, but he had amusement, entertainment. And then there was one that was more serious. And I can't remember what it was. Um, and I can't remember the book. But mm-hmm. I do remember him talking about that. And amusement is literally like, you know, the 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 circus act. Like yeah. it's something like, Oh cool. Yeah, you know, Oh, that's, that's, that's a fun little waste of time. Yeah. I can do that once every two months for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's what this is. Yeah. At best. Yes. I get it's, it. I can't even call it entertainment. I it's a, it. it's a cheap amusement. And yeah. the fact that we would get stuck on that, like serious people, not serious people cause they, they're not serious, but people acting serious about this right now is it, it, it makes me sad because I'm like, man, we still haven't, we still haven't awakened to the, the the game plan and the agenda of what's going on. And we're still not aware of the war we're in yeah. now. It, it'd be like in during world world war two, like someone really getting caught up in something like this. Like, Ooh, you know, yeah, again, like, does that mean the soldiers, you know, they're, they're camped out. They can't ever have entertainment that comes through and helps lift their spirits. No, that's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying for the populace during World War II to be caught up for days in this other thing while they're like sending people to the gas chambers is it's similar in in a lot of respects. And and people that aren't aware of the war we're in will think that that's a that's hyperbole. And maybe it is to a degree, but it's not if it is hyperbole, it's not that hyperbolic. It's not. Yeah. exaggerated in that kind of way that they think it is because when they see what's actually going on behind the scenes, what these people at the uh, World Economic Forum mm-hmm. are planning, what what they just did with the COVID thing, like people literally dying, like people sure. um, them pushing this stuff, literal totalitarian impulses and governments taking over and we're caught up with this kind of thing. Yeah. And then there's the element of them using um, hijacking uh, topics that matter to certain communities, showing that they could care less about the 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 plight or the fight, just to push an agenda like yeah, black man. on black crime or black male on black man crime or all of that. They're in in an instant they will use a real situation, hijack it to present something to push an agenda. So that shows that they could care less oh, about yeah, any community, any stage no. of life, and they'll just at any point use it to Yeah, to I I said this when we were deceive. talking about this a yeah. couple of nights ago. I said there the the establishment media is now to the point where they give propaganda a bad name. <laughs> I want to do an episode on what propaganda is, but I'm like whatever's further than that, like yeah. those 14 titles from Babylon B oh, nail it. Because literally that like so they're so narrative driven that they'll take something that doesn't even fit it now. They don't even have to Force like it. distort yeah. it and lie it. They'll take it in completely yeah turn it upside down and use it in any, any way that like the furthest thing from what it can be. So I'm just, sorry, I'm, I'm a little bit frustrated with this um, today. I know it's coming across. I laugh. He gets frustrated. I get frustrated. You laugh at it. But um, 
You know, it's it's. I do want to share this one because I think this is good. This okay. is from our our pastor here at, uh, at uh, Patriot Ooh, Church. Yes, love. Him. And I thought he nailed this. He said, "Soldiers of the way, mm. why are we giving so much attention and focus to worldly nonsense like the Will Smith Chris Rock thing? Instead, let's place more of our attention and focus on doing God's will, the yeah. salvation of souls, and sanctification of the saints and the Rock who is Christ." The whole thing looks staged anyway. These people are actors. It didn't even look like Will Smith hit Chris Rock. He says, uh, I'm reading his writing here. Will Smith laughed after Chris Rock told the joke about Jada Pinkett. If there was any authenticity to this, Will Smith appears to to be an extremely broken, embarrassed man in regards to his open marriage with his wife. And this could have been him lashing out that pent up anger and disgrace. Mm -hmm. Will Smith's family is in extreme disarray considering his kids being queer LGBTQ plus quote unquote gender fluid. Mm -hmm. In addition to his, to his lack of a marriage, pray for this man that he would ultimately get his house in order. This is the fruit of doing things our own way. Oh boy. Oh, and this appears to be a ploy to up the ratings of this horrible show, which has been failing for years uh, now for years. Don't help increase the ratings and popularity of these Hollywood bozos. Mm. And I think that that, you know, pretty much pretty much sums it up there. Um, There's also if I can pull up, let's see, I'm going to try to pull up this. uh, Telegram thing here from tippy top Patriot. Um, I got a couple things I want to show you guys from here today, but he said today you will undoubtedly run across people at work, school and your family, etc., who know all about last night's Oscars, but nothing about what's really going on in the mm-hmm. world. They will know everything there is to know about all the idol idols Hollywood has to offer, but nothing about the true and living God. They will know about all the personal lives of each actor and actress but nothing about the debauchery and Satanism that permeates the Holly weird culture. They will know all about the obviously phony Will Smith and Chris Rock quote unquote fight, but nothing about the real fight for freedom against the deep state. Mm. They will fall for the phony fight just like they fell for the phony 2020 election. They will know about all the movies and people that won awards, but nothing about who truly won the 2020 election or about the precious lives that are lost each year through the evils of sex trafficking. Today, I'm praying for two specific things. Um, praying we will have the opportunity to share the truth with those who don't know, and I'm praying for those who are awake to not be discouraged by those who refuse to wake Ooh, that's up. that's good. And that's where, you know, that's where I'm... That's really good. Yeah, isn't that good? I love it. And so... You know, this it is a it is a spiritual battle. We need to know the chessboard, know the players. We need to know what what is Hollywood. What are they pushing? What are they trying to do? There really is, you know, some people who don't know anything about this. We've been looking at this now for a few years, but there really is this satanic agenda, um, often overtly, um, with people who we look at as these celebrities. It's kind of weird. Like I really didn't think that that was true at first. We began to look into it more and there's a lot of substance to that narrative, to that Mm -hmm. um, idea that that stuff is happening. Um, So anyways, I think we all knew that there was a satanic agenda attached to the entertainment industry, but to know that some of these people are actually engaged in that stuff explicitly is pretty wild. Um, And and it just makes that connection even tighter. So anyways, that's why I couldn't care less about <laughs> this event and why I think you shouldn't either. Good. Yeah. Um, but you know, if, if it got you and you were in it, you know, I know, like I said, there's, there's time to have fun, but, I, but then there's also time to kind of get back in the game and, and recognize 
that man, we got to we got to be a part of this this movement of primarily right to preach the gospel of the kingdom. Yeah. To help people understand um, who God is, how they can be right with Him through the through the blood and sacrifice of Jesus, and then how to get their lives right before Him, and how that Ooh, splashes onto preach. everything, including politics and education and business, and how we're supposed to be involved in that struggle between the seed of Satan and the seed of God in the in the world where even where people are unconverted, where people hate God. You know, how do we interact with that? And that's what we've been trying to. Yeah. To lay out this season is like, hey, the the way we've been doing this isn't working. Yeah. And it's so easy. I loved his prayer that we those who are awakened would not get discouraged, but those who are still asleep. It's like even in the body, there are those who are just, you know, taking on uh, wrong ideologies, CRT, the whole um, Black Lives Matter movement, just just really pulled on the heartstrings of people without critically using yeah. um, the, 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 the knowledge of what they were really about underneath. And so um, it's easy to get discouraged, but I like that reminder. Let's just keep stay vigilant yeah. and be strong and uh, not be distracted. And so the media as of late, well, not <laughs> as of late, <laughs> right. tries to tell us what to think as opposed to just yeah. bringing real journalism this is what they want you to focus on this week. Mm. So you all have to always ask why, why this, why, if, if, yeah, if they are that bogus to promote this silly event, then what are they meaning by promoting this war? What are they meaning by promoting the, the outcome of the election? Everything. I, I, I have come to, to just believe the opposite of what they're pushing yeah. at this point. If you want to grow in your confidence in knowing what you believe and why you believe it, if you want to ground your faith in biblical Christianity and step into who God has called you to be, I want to tell you about a great program put on by Impact 360, and it's called Propel. Propel is a one-week transformational leadership and discipleship experience where high school students gather together to be grounded in a biblical worldview as they learn how to follow Jesus, have a godly influence, learn how to disciple their peers, and boldly live out their faith in their daily lives. So they're having two sessions this summer. The first one is June 19th through the 25th, and the second one is June 26th through July 2nd. These programs fill up really quickly, and I promise you, you will not be disappointed. So we'll put the link below if you're interested in looking into it and we'll see you this summer. And no, and that's exactly that right. And that brings us actually perfectly into our next part here. Cause I, I just want to do a few follow-up comments on okay. the Ukraine Russia thing. Um, because we got some actually good feedback. Like I think it's, um, it's good to hear back. I got cool. a, a good friend of ours, Brent, um, who supports us in free mind has co-labored with us over the years and uh, is a great thinker. Like, uh, you know, I love, I love this hey, guy. <laughs> he, uh, he really uh, is a thoughtful believer and a, and, a, and a strong follower of Christ. And, um, you know, he, I, we used to work together teaching the apologetics mm-hmm. in the young, young adult, adult ministry, ministry. Uh, in Tampa. And so um, we've stayed connected over the years, but he, he had some pushback to John Harris's um, analysis of the Ukraine, Russia narratives that I put on the last podcast. So I would even recommend if you get a chance to go back and and watch that and then read his notes underneath that, he kind of put six points that, um, of disagreement with Harris's analysis. So I thought it was worth, um, 
addressing part of that, I think his first four points were more get, kind of getting to the historical um, details. And I just, I don't have that knowledge about that background outside of just like kind of a lay person's what I've been able to gather in the last month or so. Um, so I'm not even going to comment on those per se. And I think those have more to do with the second narrative that Harris laid out. And the third one's probably the one I lean toward most or more if I had to place a bet. Um, and that's kind of the, you know, he's going against this, um, the globalist agenda in a lot of ways, um, that this is a very complicated thing. But, um, what, I, what I want to say to that is when, when the, the upshot of that episode and what I'm trying to do is more give the game plan of the propaganda and exactly what you just said, like now that we know the mockingbird media, what they do, what, what their coordinated efforts are when certain people are saying something in a coordinated fashion, Mm -hmm. 99%, like if, if they're saying a, you know, not a is probably the case. (laughs) Um, now you can't, I kind of say that tongue in cheek, you can't do that across the board because they'll, they'll come, they'll get wise to that. They'll start playing that game too and throw a true one in there Mm -hmm. just to throw you off. Like that's how, um, really sneaky these folks are. They're, they're very brilliant in their, um, deceit. But um, it, it is the case. I've 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 seen this happen time and time. We've we've walked this out when we became aware and awake of their schemes. Because really, it's really satanic schemes. But these, like his children, <laughs> put these things to to work very well. And once you see how they work, it's pretty. I, I would say it's a pretty reliable indicator to say when these guys are doing that that you know that. that it's false and something probably ex- on the exact opposite end is likely true okay. or at least somewhere in between. And so immediately when I saw how, like who was saying stand with Ukraine, like I turn on PayPal and it has the Ukrainian flag, you know, and you know, if you know anything about PayPal, they're in that same category. Um, you turn on YouTube, they're promoting y- Ukraine again. Um, this thing's on YouTube. We might get hit on this uh, particular one, but YouTube is part of, you know, owned by Google or whatever. And they are, again, they're, they're part of this agenda, pushing it forward. So George Soros, Hillary Clinton, Obama, um, Klaus Schwab, like all these guys were promoting the same narrative. So when that happens, typically, if that's, even if that's all I have, I can say, okay, this is probably false. Yeah. However, I still got to look into it. And, and see over time, like, what is it actually panning out to be? But that the, the point of that was like, now that you get that, whenever you see something flowing on social media and you see all these posts starting to happen, pause, look who's supporting it. If those guys are on board, don't post anything. Wait, wait, give it a minute. Yep, give it a minute, go to it and um, look like, do your best to search out primary resources. And that's why I use John Harris because he is a historian um, and even though he would be the first to admit like Ukraine, Russia isn't his specialty, mm-hmm. he's more in the social justice movement and, and those things. I've read a few of his books in that area and he's very, um, very good on that stuff. And he's, and he, and he understands, um, I forget what you call it, but the, but the methods of historiography, like how to go about okay. discerning truth in history. So 
I, I utilized him because he shares same worldview. He's a good historian and he s- s- keeps up with these issues and he's aware of the Mockingbird media as well. So I put that forward. I, I recommend if you're interested in going to the details to go to his, he did like three or four podcasts on it. Go to his podcast. Look at, he, he lists the primary sources underneath, chase them down if you're interested um, and, and look at those. Um, but again, the fact that YouTube was taking down this documentary called Ukraine on fire that showed the U.S.'s involvement oh with this boy. color revolution in Ukraine okay. of t- getting rid of their elected officials to put in the people they wanted um, that happened to be tied to NATO as well as, you know, in this case of Zelensky, the World Economic Forum um, is very telling to me. So I would I would recommend go look at that documentary, uh, Ukraine on Fire. You can find on Rubble, Rumble and BitChute. Um, there's a lot of alternative media that you can look at. There's a lady named Laura Logan that I think is out there. You should be you should consider what she has to say. She was a, a journalist. I think it was it was uh, 60 Minutes. She was in the mainstream journalist world um, for many years. And she is a truth teller. It's cost her a lot, but she's out there giving, you know, I think a a very different story than the mainstream media is giving, but she has stuff to back it up as well. And she has the relevant knowledge from being over there, doing all this work, all this kind of stuff. And she knows how it goes, so to speak. So um, there's a, there's a couple interviews. If you're interested in following up with any of that, I would say just shoot us an email and I'll send you guys what I'm looking at. Now, with all that being said, I still would say, do I know for sure what's happening over there? No, I don't know. Like for all I know, Putin could be part of the, you know, he could, there could be some like deep five dimensional <laughs> conspiracy where he's actually part of the world economic forum and who knows, but, sure. but I do, but I do have a few things that, that if I had to place a bet, um, I would bet in a certain direction. I want to share with you guys just a couple of those things real quick. And I don't think you've, I don't know if you've seen this either, babe, but I'm going to pull this up. Um, let me pull this up real quick. And here's just a few of the, the things that again, give me pause. Um, I'm going to play a little bit of this. This is from the Ukraine on fire documentary. I'll make sure we can, we can see this here. I set up a foundation in Ukraine before Ukraine became independent of uh, Russia. Um, And the foundation has been uh, functioning ever since. And it played an important part in events now. I like criticism, but it must be my way. Did you see any evidence of U.S. involvement? Did you feel their uh, presence from the U.S.? Очень частыми гостями были представители Соединенных Штатов, конгрессмены, были госпожа Нуланд приезжала очень часто, у нас были дискуссии, но после этих дискуссий она шла на Майдан и поддерживала протестующих, и обвиняла правоохранительные органы, применялась чрезмерная сила. На самом деле... And so they're, they're talking about all these connections with open yeah. society, George Soros, this and that. Um, and again, if you know much about open society, which is George Soros's organization, it's, it's pretty, I mean, everything that we would be against as Christians, as conservatives. Here's what he had posted, George Soros, about this. I have witnessed Ukraine transform from a collapsing part of the Soviet Union to a liberal democracy and an open society. It has faced countless acts of Russian aggression, but has persisted. Brave, he goes on in kind of a multiple 
thread tweet, brave Ukrainians are now on the front line and risking their lives in an onslaught that reminds me of the siege of Budapest in 1944 and the siege of Sarajevo Sarajevo in 1993. It is important that both the transatlantic alliance, the United States, Canada, the European Union, and the United Kingdom, but also other nations do whatever is in their power to support Ukraine in its time of existential threat. Putin's actions are a direct attack on the sovereignty of all states that were once in the Soviet Union and beyond. Russia is in clear violation of the United Nations Charter and should be held accountable. Allowing Putin to succeed on his quest will send a message across the world that nations can simply be created or dissolved by brute force. We must hashtag stand with Ukraine as they stand for us. Mm. So again, um, you know, Soros is such a, such like if you ever look much into his life, I've read some stuff on him, watched some stuff on him. He's pretty much wicked to the core. Um, and again, does that mean everything he says is false? No, but, it, but it should, it's, it's making, it raises flags when he and these other list of characters are saying this thing, stand with Ukraine. It's, it's a threat to democracy. Um, here's, here's one that said the white house is briefing TikTok stars about the war in Ukraine. So this is another way they do this, you know, um, with millions getting their information about the war from the platform. This is from the Washington post. Uh, what date was the date at? This is, I think a couple weeks ago. I can't see the date on here, but, uh, on Thursday afternoon, 30 top TikTok stars gathered on a Zoom call to receive key information about the war unfolding in Ukraine. National Security Council staffers wow. and White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki briefed the influencers about the United States' strategic goals in the region and answered questions on distributing aid to Ukrainians working with NATO and how the United States would react to a Russian use of nuclear weapons. So again, skid like greasing the skids for propaganda, right? Um, and here, uh, this was a Gateway Pundit article, because one of the responses was, "Well, Putin is, you know, partnering with Xi from Xi. I, don't, I can't remember how to say his name, but from China. And so Putin is a globalist. He's he's been to the global, the World Economic Forum conferences over the years. But interestingly enough." Klaus Schwab and all these guys are saying stand with Ukraine against Putin and Soros, according to the gateway pundit here, um, United States, European union must remove Putin and G from power before they can destroy our civilization. So now, you know, that they're turning their forces against both of those guys, which again makes me think that the question we have to ask here is who is our, who is the greater enemy? Um, because sometimes the enemy of my enemy is my friend, you know, it depends. And, and I, based on what we've been looking at the last couple of years, this isn't to say in any way that Putin's a good guy or, or a boy scout. He could be, you know, an ex, uh, KGB member. He's got to be a thug to probably get in the position he's in. Um, likely not all his motives are pure here, but, uh, but he seems in his speeches, when you go and look at him, he seems to be much more in line with things that we would be in line for, at least on that level. And he's fighting against this great reset mm-hmm. conglomeration. Um, and that by itself makes me think, okay, maybe there's more to this story than we're getting. And maybe we just need to pause on what we're, what we're saying and, and putting our hand to and see what's really going on the best we can. And I do think that 
in this case, the, the best conclusion I can come to right now, based on everything I've seen the past month, and I've done a lot of research on it, is that I don't have knowledge, but if I had to place a bet, I would place my bet and say, you know what? I don't think the whole um, stand with Zelensky uh, narrative yeah. is great. Now, unfortunately, in even in stuff like this, good people can get hurt. Innocent people get hurt. And we stand with those people. We should send aid. Yeah. We should do everything we can. Pray for our brothers and sisters in Ukraine, yeah. people that are um, going through out there um, unjustly. And maybe, maybe it is an unjust war that Putin's engaging in. All that could be true. But what I'm saying is I think we also yeah. must discover that it's not just the fact that Ukraine's not perfect. That's not what, that's not what these alternative news meters showing it's actually a cesspool of corruption that's very much in bed with you got Biden's son, you got Mitt Romney's son, you got all these leaders, people connected at a deep level with the Ukrainian government that seemingly they installed yeah. um, over the years and that are very much a puppets um, at the, in the very least deeply connected to the agenda of the the great reset and with that going on i think we should just be careful on how we um put together the narrative at the governmental level so good i'm glad you touched on that because unfortunately innocent people are affected by the corruption of their leaders and people have lost their lives there's families torn apart i was we have a friend at our our university who says you know the the men are ordered to stay while the the, mm. the wives and kids are allowed to leave the borders but um men are ordered to stay and fight yeah and fight for the corruption that's going on you know and so that's that's heartbreaking but at the same time it's like you have to um pray for them while stay objective and out of your emotions because I think the media does a great job of stirring and pulling on the heartstrings and just using that to push their the narrative and yeah. further you know I was I was um uh, where was I getting some food and paying for my meal and I said hey would you like to give to Ukraine I was like immediately yes but where does this go really yeah, what is this pushing who what yeah, where and I'm not being insensitive I just feel like all of the elites are, are pushing that. Yeah. And so am I put, putting my money into that? No, I'd rather just send it to my church where I know they're sending aid right. and I know that it would get across the borders and, yeah, man. and all that to and, the people that really the, need it. Yeah. Some of the churches where you know we travel and sing yeah. that stuff, they really have do, been doing a lot on that front. And so yeah. that's been amazing. But I do, you know, you're, you're exactly right, babe. Watch. We got to learn the playbook and stop going for the head fakes when it comes to the narrative building. And that's the the biggest point. And here's what, um, even John said to somebody in response that was pushing back on his episode that he did. He said, thanks brother. Appreciate it. Please feel free to send me anything specific. You can trying to use my general process of verification to figure the situation out, giving preference to commentary from people who share my worldview on the nature of man. and conservative Christian principles. Reading mainstream publications before political pressure was applied in the current narrative, going to primary sources when possible, understanding the history before understanding the present, et cetera. Mm, That's good. And I think that's a great... um, So good. That's a great foundation to go from. And that's what we want to do with anything. And again, so this is, I'm just, as your, as your coach, as your, as your friend, I'm saying, okay, when the, when the team, you know, they set this screen, just know this guy's coming around the top, prepare for that, go in front of him there instead of going behind him and chasing him. So when you see Soros 
Schwab, um, the Hollywood elites, TikTok stars, they're all pushing one agenda. Pause. Don't push that agenda. Mm-hmm. Um, go do what, do what Harris said. Find the people that you feel like you can trust and look to those as starting points. Um, if you want to email us, we'll share with you guys the, the, some of the sources we go to, some of them are, are kind of iffy. So I, I don't, I don't always promote everything that I sure. watch to everybody. <laughs> Cause some of them it's like mining for gold where there's a lot of fool's gold. Um, and you can get some crazy stuff out there, but, but there are some sources I look to that are pretty solid. They yeah. share the Christian worldview. They know how to do good research. They know how to look at primary materials. So while they, they're not infallible and they may get it wrong from time to time, it's going to be way more solid than looking at CNN or even Fox news. Absolutely. Um, yeah. and yeah, yeah, Did we, we, to- we need guides, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a, within this, in this information where I remember we were standing in line and target and this lady in front of me struck a conversation about things going on in the world. And, and I said, well, where do you get your primary news source from? And she says, um, MSNBC. MSNBC. I said, okay, well, this conversation can't go much, much further. But it's yeah. like, you know, the, if you don't know by now that mainstream media is not a great source of true information, then I think here, here's your announcement. <laughs> mainstream media is not a great source <laughs> of true information Listen. at this point because look at you know there's the hunter biden laptop thing going on they're promoting will smith right there's a war going on they're promoting will smith and so it's like and, and that's another one that's yeah. another yeah you know here's here's clear evidence remember back yes before the, to the election before the selection selection that um that they were yeah. they even got cia people to sign and say this was russian disinformation mm-hmm. that's the levels to which they're yeah. going to these days okay. only later to the for the new york times to have to admit and and you you even that you wonder okay why are they doing that what's really going on behind the scenes because they wouldn't admit it um just right. out of truth because they knew it was so true, true back then right and so what's going putting, on that's we'll that's wait and see. <laughs> that's the questions we have to begin to ask um these days is to? like okay what are they up to what not um not um just simple like oh that must be the case yeah. like we got to move from that so what's what's the next head fake coming that's the question Trust. this will they they can squeeze a couple weeks maybe out of this will smith thing but um my my i won't say fear but my kind of spidey sense is going off that that i th- not a pro- not prophesying okay. this <laughs> We should take a, we should take a poll here actually though, but I'm seeing stirrings of COVID coming back. COVID restrictions. Here we go with that. (laughs) Um, Mm. So I want to pull up just a couple of things here from our, our bro, uh, bro Fauci. Uh, Let's see if I can uh, get you guys on the screen share here so you can see this, but uh, here's from freedom center at, um, Shout out to At Liberty. Center. Yeah, I love those guys. So I want to see if you can hear this real quick. This was Fauci 20 years ago, just by the way. So, uh, But she's had the flu for 14 days. Should she get a flu shot? Well, no. If she got the flu for 14 days, she's as protected as anybody can be because the best vaccination is to get infected yourself. And what? So she if, she not get re- if she really has the Come flu, again? if she really has the flu, she definitely doesn't need a flu vaccine. Oh my! If she really has the flu, she right. should not get it again. No, she day. doesn't need it because the, it, it's the be, it's the most potent vaccination is getting infected yourself. Uh, but she's had the flu. So, just in case you're wondering about Fauci too, fraudulent Fauci. Um, again, you can uh, this. That's just a little piece we've watched. You know, tons of stuff from him where he's just lying, going back and forth. This guy has no concern for truth, only for what he can do to manipulate and whatever his agenda is. Which the more you learn about him, the increasingly 
more dark Skeptical, it looks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. That his agenda isn't even something as money as bad as that would be. It's it could even be worse than that. We'll see. But um, yeah, you have Fauci doing that. But what I'm seeing lately is Bill Gates and him making the rounds right, and kind of kind of prepping again, pushing the vaccines, pushing restrictions. So I, again, I'm gonna pull up this little. Uh, I don't know if you guys can see this, but I'm gonna pull up this latest telegram here. Um, here's screen share this, see if you can hear this. We need to be prepared for the possibility that we would have another variant that would come along. And if things change and we do get a variant that does give us an uptick in cases and hospitalization, we should be prepared and flexible enough to pivot towards going back at least temporarily to a more rigid type of a restriction, such as requiring masks indoor. We need. <laughs> I think that was pretty recent. Jeez, um, so just so you know, like, I, I don't think that's the end of it. Like, I think they're going to bring this thing back because, again, if you know the, the World Economic Forum's plans, they have to get the vaccine passport eventually. They have to get it to where, like, we're on the social credit system. They're not just going to to lay back with this COVID okay. thing. Um, and so we just need it. We need to, at the very least, be prepared for it. Like as Christians, we need to, we need to it's have our up. theology for mm, resistance to yeah. tyranny. We need to understand like what that, what that's going to look like. Cause whether, whether or not um, it's the COVID thing, they're going to keep trying something because it, these they're, they are like, they are locked in on this goal, this agenda, the 2030, I think it's the 2030 agenda. It's called, Part of it's like you'll own nothing, you'll be happy. Um, this this world government UN kind of um, socialism um, applied across the world, where they're controlling basically everybody's health care and all this kind of stuff, and social credit scores that can shut you down and shut your bank account, like they did in uh, Canada with the truckers' convoy. Yeah. Um, digitalized everything, so it sounds crazy. It's stuff I used to laugh at probably five years ago. Um, maybe even three years ago, but it's, it's actually, you can see it documented. It's, it's right there. And, and we're hopefully go through that here, a little bit of that in the next uh, few episodes, but we just need to be aware, like be, be prepared this time. Now that we know where they're coming yeah. from, we know the game. Um, we need to be theologically grounded and ready to take this on when they come back and try to shut the churches down again in the name of health, when they try to yeah. force people to wear these masks that they have admitted don't work or either are unneeded for most people. We just need to know what we should do from a biblical perspective and how we should do it, how we can mobilize together to stand up against this agenda. And I really do think that no matter what's going on in the world, as bad as stuff can be in different nations, I think our main battle on the on the global stage right now is against these folks. Ooh, I think it's against That's Fauci good. and Gates and the CDC and the WHO and the uh, World Economic Forum. These are the people that have the behind-the-scenes power that are pulling pulling the strings and trying to put forth these crazy agendas. Disney, oh we didn't get to talk about that one today, oh but gosh, we'll come back yeah. to that next mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm. Um, all these guys are, they're, they're in this, they got this transhumanist. Um, in fact, let me just, I just want to play it before we, before we pop off here, I give it a little taste of this dude. If I can find him, did you have anything you wanted to add while I'm looking for Yeah. Him? As we um, stay aware and vigilant, I think, you know, the media does, a job on really engineering a lot of fear and people are just gripped in fear. When that comes around a second time, just, just be mindful against exaggerated numbers and just really mm. all the hype of, um, 
watching something over and over and over and over again and it being embedded in your mind that there is a pandemic going on. And so just I think I saw so many that I love and adore just bow down to the mm. fear of it all. And so I think that's another thing. Stay healthy. Eat healthy, take your vitamins, get in the gym and pray and yeah, <laughs> guard man. against this fear that wants to keep us crippled against what's the For sure. All the that's, lies. That's good, babe. Well, I'm going to play this guy okay, named Yuval Noah. Uh, I can't see his last name. Harari. He's a, he's a, he's a, he was a mentor to Obama and a okay. Klaus Schwab minion. He's a, you know, real involved with the great, the, the world economic forum. Okay. So transhumanism, all this kind of stuff. I, I can't remember what clip this is, but hopefully. You know. We are probably one of the last generations of homo sapiens because in the coming generations, we will learn how to engineer bodies and brains and minds. So pause real quick. You can hear this. Um, go back here. What do you see in the background, babe? There's a whole group of people. Homo sapiens. Um, because in the coming... Yeah. What do you see here? What's that say? Can you see that? It's small. This is World Economic Forum. Ah. So this, I think this is, I, I can't, I don't know which year this is, room full of, you know, what looks like important folks listening to this at a grand, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. whatever this is. So I'm going to fast forward back a little bit. Creating bodies, brains. Whatever. And minds. Now, how exactly will the future masters of the planet look like? This will be decided by the people who own the data. Now, why is data so important? Hmm. It's important because we've reached the point when we can hack not just computers, we can hack human beings and other organisms. Now, what do you need in order to hack a human being. You need two things. You need a lot of computing power. So this is the annual meeting in 2018 at Davos, probably. I'm going to keep playing this for a little bit. And you need a lot of data, especially biometric data. But control of data might enable human elites to do something even more radical than just build digital dictatorships. By hacking organisms, elites may gain the power to re-engineer the future of life itself. Because once you can hack something, you can usually also engineer it. All of life for four billion years. Read, control it. (laughs) Dinosaurs, amoebas, tomatoes, humans, all of life was subject to the laws of natural selection and to the laws of organic biochemistry. But this is now about to change. Science is replacing evolution by natural selection with evolution by intelligent design. Uh, so he just dropped from Darwinism to hideous strength. Yes, <laughs> seriously. Not the intelligent design of some god above the clouds, oh but our intelligent design. You didn't, hit, you didn't sense that. any uh, sense. It, there's another video, I don't know if it's in this one, where he's directly saying that the, all of religion is a fairy tale, this and that. So mm-hmm. that's where that you know, little bit of shot came from. And the intelligent design of our clouds, the IBM cloud, the Microsoft cloud, these are the new driving forces of evolution. And at the same time, science may enable life after being confined for four billion years to the limited realm of organic compounds, science may enable life to break out 
into the inorganic realm. Humans are now hackable animals. You know, the, the whole idea that humans... This is him in, a, in another interview, just in a couple more minutes here. ...have, you know, this, they, they have this soul or spirit and they have free will and nobody knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether in the election or whether in the supermarket, this is my free will, that's over. You hear that? So he's denying the soul, the human soul, yeah. and therefore freedom because if is a naturalist, there is no such thing mm -hmm. as free will. Mm -hmm. It's all programmed. So instead of nature programming it, we he, are going to program it. He's the We're going to program designer. elections, he says, mm. in essence, because there is no free will anyways. Yeah. This is a major person involved with the World, world Economic, Economic Free Will. That's over. That's over. Over. Today, we have the technology to hack human beings on a massive scale. What? Yeah, I mean, everything is being digitalized. She's Everything's looking at him like, what in the world? <laughs> I would love to pick her I wonder brain. if it has anything to do with mRNA uh, oh, vaccines. Gosh. I'm not He's sure. He's a modern day Thanos. Okay. Being monitored in this time of crisis, you have to follow science. It's often said that you should never allow a good crisis to go to waste. Yeah, it is often said by jokers like this. Because a crisis is an opportunity to also do re good reforms that in normal times people will never agree to. Hence, making it seem like it's not normal times sometimes, even when it is, they have mm -hmm. to hype up yeah. every situation to put forth mm -hmm. this agenda, which is what Klaus Schwab wrote in the COVID-19 and the Great Reset. Same, same idea here. Oh, people won't accept these crazy measures in normal times. Hence. That's but in a crisis, yeah. right? You see, we have no chance. So, 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 so let's do it. Vaccine Ooh. won't help us go the to the test. The vaccine will help <laughs> us, of course. It will make things, you know, more manageable. Surveillance. People could look back in a hundred years and mm. identify the coronavirus epidemic as the moment when a new regime of surveillance took over, especially surveillance under the skin, which I think is maybe the most important nice. development of the 21st century, is this ability to hack human beings, to go under the skin, collect biometric data, analyze it, and understand people better than they understand themselves. This. I believe is maybe the most important event of the 21st century. By hacking organisms, elites may gain the power to re-engineer who may gain the power? <laughs> the future of life itself. Because Jeez. once you can hack something, you can usually also engineer it. Natural selection is replaced by intelligent design. The era of inorganic life is now beginning. In the coming decades, AI and biotechnology will give us godlike abilities to re-engineer life and even to create completely new life forms. We are about to enter a new era of inorganic life shaped by intelligent design. Our intelligent design. So anyways, that's that'll warm your heart. Um. Wow. <laughs> There's some fools playing Listen. God, trying to play yeah, God in, in God's universe. And so there you have it. There you have it. Some of their plans. Of course, he's never going to volunteer himself as no, the experiment no, no. The elite, <laughs> for the first uh, right? experiment. Yeah, man. Case. No, it's crazy. And so, you That's know, but, but, I, but I go, I come at the Psalm too, right? Yeah. 
the the Lord sits Their on his throne, he laughs and and but you know, he, he at the same time he's called us to be part of this battle. And so yeah. we put our hand to the plow. And not be ignorant of the enemy's devices. Exactly. His evil schemes. You know, it's nothing new. They've been this, this is well. you yeah. know. Again, C. S. Lewis nailed it in the hideous strength, mm-hmm. uh, when he wrote it. What did he write that in the forties or thirties, I can't 40s, remember. But way before this this yeah. Joker was around to uh, you know, talk about his nonsense. But anyways, um, just, just a little bit uh, to let you know, like, and, and again, this guy and some outsider, like those people, if you, if you go back and watch this video, I don't know if you could see it on there or not. I, um, on this episode, but if you, if you want it, uh, just shoot me a message. I'll, I'll shoot you that link, um, where I found that. But, um, these guys like ba- Bill Gates himself, these are, these are movers and shakers in the world that are having a lot of impact, um, through all these things, vaccinating people overseas for years, uh, like Gates has, man, that's why they, a lot of the people in Africa are like, we ain't having no part of it. <laughs> they ran. Yeah, they, they know they better. No. And so, um, anyways, but, uh, th- I just wanted to, to do that lightning round today. Hopefully next time we'll hop a little bit into the Disney stuff, but you know, different, different stories, same, same agenda, same people behind it destroy the nuclear family, destroy God's creational norms and recreate something in the image that's in our mind um, that just happens to come from the dark side. <laughs> Got anything else, baby, to close us no, out today? I'm good. All right, folks. Well, um, if you get a chance, go on and uh, hit subscribe on either YouTube or uh, the Apple. Give us a review. It helps us get the word out to more people. Um as we try to build before they kick us off and we'll go over to rumble and gab and all that, all that good stuff. Finally got on true social, by the way. So just, just checking that out, you know, for the first time, it's, it's pretty interesting. So we'll talk more about that down the road, but y'all have a great rest of your week and we'll see you soon. Blessings.